This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I cannot express the gratitude what my son came and visited you. Dr. Jacobs is in his 41st year as a sports psychologist. I have seen a change in youth sports in the last 10, 15 years. I've talked about it a lot on this show. The Sports Psychology Hour. The best advice on the radio each and every week. Failure and losing and screwing up is something that happens in life. It happens in sports. And I think we have to teach kids how to do that more effectively. This is where sports talk gets real. That word playing, it's gone from our society in a lot of ways with kids. I wanted to tell you what a great service you provide to this community. I listen to your show every week. Thank you for what you do for our community, for all the parents, coaches, and athletes. And now, here's your host, rated one of the best therapists in Kansas City, Missouri, by OnlineTherapy.com, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Good morning, everybody. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and welcome to our show here from Sports Radio 810 WHB. As you know, I'm here every Sunday morning from 7 to 8, and we talk about the mental side of sports on this show. Our shows are podcasted everywhere. If you go on my <coughs> excuse me on my website, winnersunlimited.com, you can catch them there. I've got close to 9 to 10 years of podcasts on that website. And you can also listen to the podcast pretty much on all the podcast apps. And, you know, I've been doing this show for 31 years, the last 21 here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. Love doing this show because we talk about sports. We talk about mental health. We talk about mindsets. We talk about confidence, sportsmanship, all the topics and issues that affect us in the world of sports. And I try to come up with topics each week that I think will be of interest to get into discussions about. And as a sports psychologist in my 41st year of work, I've, I've talked to so many people about so many different things. I was thinking about the other day just how many different types of people I've seen in my office. And, you know, the, the oldest and the youngest, it's just interesting. The youngest was an eight-year-old gymnast who came in with several pages of written out goals about why she wanted to work with me at eight. <clears throat> and the oldest was an 81 year old female golfer who, when she came in, I, I asked her, why are you here? And she said, quite frankly, Dr. Jacobs, my putting sucks. I thought that was pretty straightforward on her part, but we worked on that and she got a lot better at it and was able to finally figure it out because she got really nervous about hitting her putts on the green because of, you know, hoping to get a good score. And that brings up part of what I want to get at today, which is this word, expectations. We hear it all the time. We deal with it all the time. If you're an athlete, you go start your contest, your, your event, whatever it might be. You're a swimmer, tennis player, baseball player, football player, soccer, volleyball, that doesn't matter. You have expectations. You're, you know, it's summer now, so a lot of people are out playing golf, which I'm going to be doing today. And, you know, what are the expectations you have of your score? You know, I expect to at least shoot this today. Or I want to swim this time today. Or I want to give up this many games in my win today. If I'm playing tennis or if you're playing baseball, you're pitching. 
you don't want to give up any, you know, obviously you'd like to start off with giving up no runs or hits, but then it's like, I want to pitch a shutout, or then it's like, I want to win, whatever it might be. The word expectations plays such a key role across the board. And it's one of the things I deal with with young athletes a lot. And what it's about is, what I'm finding is a lot of young athletes start off and worry about how they're going to do and what people are going to say about them. You know, what are my parents' expectations? What are my teammates' expectations? What are the coaches' expectations? What are the fans? You know, let's face it, football is about to get started here. And obviously here in Kansas City, if you're a Chiefs fan, which most people are, there are high expectations of this team again. I mean, four years in a row in the AFC Championship game, as a lifelong Chiefs fan, I've been going to the game since the first game I ever played. I've got the program from that game. I went to the first Super Bowl when I was in grade school and junior high. Yeah, we always had those expectations. Then, of course, for the longest time, the Chiefs were not very good, and they have been incredibly good the last several years. So a lot of expectations now with fans. So I want to open up the show today, and I'd like to get some calls from you. If you are an athlete... How do you deal with the expectations you place on yourself? You know, I just got an email from some, someone who listens to my podcast back on the East Coast and someone in Canada listened to actually two emails. Someone in Canada listens to the, the podcast and really liked the topics. I said, because these are topics most people don't really get into. So I thought this topic today, how do expectations help you or hurt you if you're an athlete? And so I'd like to hear from you if you're an athlete. Get some calls in here as the show moves along. 913-3810-810 is our number. Do you put maybe un unnecessary expectations on yourself? Do you feel sometimes you should win or play better than you do? And then how, does, how do you deal with that if you don't? That's a huge topic that for a lot of athletes. I know a lot of Teenage athletes come in my office, and this is one of the things they'll bring up. They'll be in there with their parents, and one of the things they talk about is the expectations they feel their parents have on them and how th they let them down. They let them down because, well, I'm not doing what you wanted me to do. And, and almost all the time, what I get from the parents is you're not letting us down. Our expectations for you are just to go out and play, have fun, and do your best. Well, but but I haven't been playing well. Well, that's why we're here to talk to Dr. Jacobs to figure that out. But I just want you to have fun. I love watching you play, and that's why we're here. Would I like it if you did well? Yes, but if you don't do well, I don't feel any different about you. I want you to do well for you. So what are the expectations you have if you're if you're a coach, and I'd like to hear from you for a coach, what are, how does how do, does that word expectation play a role for you coaching your team? What do you what do you say to your team at the beginning of a season? Well, we expect to win this many games, or we want to do this, we want to do that. Does that sometimes come out of your mouth? And because can that end up causing? undue stress and pressure for the athletes. Well, we've got to win 
this game, and if we don't win this game, then we're, we're going to be under 500, or we don't do this, we're going to be in, in the hole, or we're not going to make the playoffs, whatever it might be. How does that word play a role for you as a coach? Because, you know, like I said, the, <clears throat> the NFL is about to get started here. Had the Hall of Fame game a couple days ago. So, you know, you've got all these teams with expectations, fans with expectations of how their teams are going to play. And people get let down. I know here in Kansas City, a lot of people were down in the dumps early on last year because the Chiefs weren't playing well. There was expectations, well, we're going to go to the Super Bowl again. Now there's a lot of question marks since they've had a lot of personnel changes. Tyron Matthews gone, Tyreek Hill's gone. I've heard a lot of people say, well, I don't think you're going to be that good because they lost those two. Well, nobody knows how they're going to, anybody's going to be. And it, one person doesn't make up the team. Yes, those are two very good players. But, you know, every year an NFL team goes through about a 25% turnover rate with personnel. So it's always different. There are always different players on each team. So what do you expect as a coach? Let's start with that. How does that word, expectations, play a role for you coaching your team? And do you find sometimes that when you put undue expectations on your team, they press? Well, we're not playing well as the coach wants us to or expects us to. We're screwing up. So what does that do to you as a coach then? How do you change the momentum? All right, I'd love to hear from you. Our phone number is 913-3810-810. And we just got started this morning, but phone lines are open. like to hear from you if you're a coach. Where does the word expectations play a role for you in terms of coaching your team? Is that a negative or a positive? Do you find sometimes that you'll try to encourage teams to win a certain number of games or play this well, and you find that when you do that, that oftentimes puts a lot of that undue pressure and stress on them. And if you're an athlete, where do expectations for you come into play? Do you expect to do certain things, then you don't, then you get down the dumps. That's where you can get depressed, that you can get upset. I know I work with lots of professional athletes, and we'll talk about the issue of their goals at the beginning of the season. What goals do you have for, for how you want to play this year? How many points do you want to score? I've worked with many field goal kickers. You know, Every field goal kicker I've ever worked with will start the year off saying, I'd like to make every kick. But they will also, also say, but I know I'm probably not going to. So the key thing is, when you miss one, how do you come back from it? When you make a mistake, how do you overcome that? That's such a big, big issue if you play sports. So once again, our number is 913-3810-810. Love to hear from you if you're a coach and you put expectations on your athletes to play a certain way, your team to play a certain way. What do you do when they don't? How do you adjust how you coach them? You know, that's, that's a big part of this whole issue because – what I find for so many athletes is they don't meet the expectations of their parents, their coaches, their teammates, the school. And then what happens is they get down in the dumps about it and get depressed. And it's like everything's over. I'm screwed. I'm done. 
So how you react and respond from the expectations placed on you is real, real important. So this word, I think, you know, I, I, I promise you, if you're a coach, you've mentioned it to your team. If you're an athlete, you've heard it from your coaches, your parents, your teammates. So what do you do when you don't get it? That's about the whole failure issue. So when you fail, when you screw up, when you make a mistake, how do you respond and rebound from that? All right, our phone number here is 913-3810-810. So Dylan, my producer, let's 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 see what he says. He's, you've played sports, right? You've, you've played a lot of sports in your life. Yeah. Okay. Were there expectations placed on you by teammates, parents, coaches at some point? Well, I can give you a real binary one. It's uh, I had a scholarship in college, so, I mean, there's expectations right off the bat. Okay, to, to what sport? Baseball. Okay, tell us about it. So, I mean, baseball scholarships are usually either taken away or transferred to other kids after the fall semester on junior college rosters. In some instances, I mean, you can play poorly enough to where that can happen, so there's expectations in the fall before the season even starts sometimes um, in baseball. And in, it's such a sport of, you know, one day you're on, one day you're off, that, you know, if you're in a slump, especially in the fall, it, it can get in your head very so, quick. So what happens? Then you start pressing and you start trying too hard oh, and absolutely. then you start worrying? Mm-hmm. Especially because the fall is also the time that you go to four-year colleges to play their teams in the fall when the games don't matter so they can scout you. So you also have that pressure as well. There's expectations there because you have to move on in two years. Um, so, yeah, you'll press and it'll start happening and you won't even realize it. So what happened to you? I mean, I didn't really have any pressure or any pressing whatsoever. I just, I did two years. That was it for me. Um, so I didn't really put that kind of pressure on myself. And I was usually typically a pretty good pitcher and pretty accurate to the point where I knew I was going to be on the team. And but really, you had teammates who you could see were dealing with this oh, yeah. and didn't do well. And, and so how did they react and respond? Usually press, usually try and change something, which usually makes it worse, actually, if you're changing something especially with something you've been doing repetitively, like a pitching motion or a swing or something like that. And, yeah, I mean, you'll see pressing. You'll see they're very agitated very easily, and then they start to let it bleed into everything like school, social life. And, yeah, it's kind of a slow, like a snowball rolling down a hill, basically, when you start to see it. And then you hit a tree and you break up. Yep. Yeah, and so that's why I wanted to bring this up today because, to me, this is a word that we all play, it plays a role in all of our lives, in, in everything we do, not just sports. But what are the expect, expectations you have for the season, for work, for whatever, your, your marriage, whatever it might be. And one of the key things with this in sports is when you fail to meet those expectations, when you fail to meet the goals set to you by your, your coach, your teammates, your parents, your school, whatever, then what happens? All right, our phone number here is 913 913- Three eight ten eight ten, nine one three three eight ten eight ten. I'd love to hear from you, if you're a coach. What kind of expectations do you place on your team, and do you find that's healthy or unhealthy? If you're an athlete, when you fail, as Dylan just mentioned, when you fail to meet the expectations you place on yourself, when you start failing, not doing as well as you wanted. 
How do you come back from that? And if you're a parent, what's the number one expectation do you have for your kids when they play sports? To me, it should be this. Have fun, do your best, and tell them you love them. That's what it should be about. Not about having to win, having to win. 913-3810-810 is our number. Give me a call. Let's talk. I'm sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs.